Hello and welcome to the Zero to 100k Hustle and on this podcast we are here to build a community of like-minded individuals taking our concepts to fruition. Zero to 100k, we're here to build a community of people to help one another. But I'm nothing, nobody different to yourselves. I too am an entrepreneur starting and trying to scale businesses but I too have made some mistakes along the way. So the idea here is to bring us all together to grow as a hustle community, to work together and build on stronger. But in today's episode, I'm sharing with you some of the key learnings which I have had over the past week, which I think are really fundamental to us growing our businesses and becoming that success that we're currently looking for. So I hope you've all had a really good week. I've had quite a varied week by all accounts, but I have had some really key learnings, which is what I would like to share with you today. Now, I'm going to start off talking about a book which I have just really dived into, and I knew about it, I've been told about it many times, and you may know about it too, but it's one that really gets your mind opening, considering how as an entrepreneur, are we setting things up in the right way? Are we doing them for the right reason? And that book is The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. So have a look at it up. Look it up. Michael Gerber, it's The E-Myth. It's a fascinating read and I'm only a few chapters in, but so much has come out of this book already. Things which you don't really consider when you're at the concept stage and trying to start your hustle. In fact, what Michael goes on to talk about is how... Most of our businesses and our ideas, our first initial stab at business, comes from that of a position we already have. For example, you might be a labourer. So you're a labourer for a, for a construction company. And that's absolutely fine. But because you're doing that and you see how much money the, the con- contractors are bringing in, you want to have a go at that yourself. So now you're going to set up your own business doing the job you already do. Fantastic. That's a great idea. But are you a technician or are you the director of the business? Now, this is something I've had to really think about here. So what Michael is talking about is how when you start a business from something that you currently do, you're entering into a whole new space that has much more to it. Not No longer are you just going to work and completing the, the task or the job that you do, but you're going to work as well as having to find the contracts, price the contracts, create your marketing, do your accounting, set up the business correctly, make sure you're on top of your bills, make sure you've paid all your suppliers, have you got extra labour and assistance when you need it because you're growing. Suddenly, it's a whole different ballgame. And as somebody who's doing that job, Michael would potentially describe you as a bit of a technician at that stage. You're really good at that job. But would you be good at trying to do that job and run a whole business? Now, many people will say, yes, absolutely, I am. And that can be the case. But 80% of businesses started this way will fail within five years. So what is it that people do differently to avoid that, that balance of the technicians? Well, Michael was going on to explain how 
business should be seen as its own entity. It should be seen as a vehicle to get you where you want to get to. And actually, it shouldn't be seen from the perspective as, I'm good at this, so that is a business I should start. It should actually be seen as perhaps something you shouldn't do because you're going to always get tangled up in the day-to-day running of the business. You're going to get caught being called back on site, for example, because your labor that you've employed now doesn't turn up on time or that your bookkeeping needs doing and your accountants slipped up and you know you need to go and do. There's so many things like that which then get all tangled up together. And that is why a technician starting a business in their field often, according to statistics, will fail. 80% chance of failure. So when you're thinking about your new idea, your concept or your hustle, perhaps you've started one. Let's now start to think about how you can do that, but work on the business rather than in the business. You want to be that somebody who has set up this fantastic business here and you've got everything you need in that business, but you're over here overseeing what's going on, but dealing with next level tasks, seeing how you can take this business to this business and to this business and into the next space. What you don't want to be doing is having to be dragged back in to being inside of that business. So that is something that Michael really, really talks about heavily and deeply because the statistics do show that if you start a a business where you might be considered a technician because you're very good at that job, is it going to serve you in the long run? Is it going to give you the freedom that you are imagining it's going to give you? Or are you actually going to end up going from working your 40-hour week to 80 hours a week? Is the stress going to go from stressful because you've got a boss to 10 times more stressful because you haven't got anyone doing any of the other bits and pieces? Just think about that. The book is absolutely incredible and that's why I really wanted to share it with you today. And really wanted to just highlight this because we're all thinking about our next venture. We're all working on a venture. Now, I'm not saying if you are currently, you've just set up or you set up some time ago a business because you were really good at something and you wanted to take that further. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. But what I am now saying to you is let's think about how we're going to go from being the technician in that business, letting go because that, that is the hardest thing to do. It's letting go for other people to do that task for you. So that was one of the really key fundamentals. And it's all about stepping back and working out how that business can then work for you. Okay, so you're being the technician, Say, let's say you've started this hustle and you are the technician in the business, okay? Now we're going to start thinking about this differently. To make that 100K, we're going to have to to take it to the next level. We're going to have to think, how can this business work without me there? Because what you need to be able to do is find a team of people that fill up all these gaps and start to create this entity. This entity, whether you're there or not, it still exists. It's still functional on a day-to-day basis and you're not held accountable for every single movement in the business because there's only one of you. There's only so much time you can give into that. 
So that's what I really wanted to mention today. It's That's one of the things, anyway. Don't start your hustle like I started mine. Start yours with the end in mind. How can you start it and not be stuck in it and make it profitable and functionable with you not stuck in it? So that was my first really big lesson. Um, and of course, we can go much more into that and I'll probably touch on it again in a different episode about how you can set up systems and processes, how you can record what you do so you can transfer that to somebody else. But business is an art. It's an art and it's a science. It's everything all in one. And it's not simple to find the answer for any one of us. But that, yeah, that that's what I really wanted to talk about um, as the first part of this episode. The second part of this episode was built up upon an accountability session which I held earlier this week with a group of other individuals. Now, the group is predominantly a property-based mastermind, but we got talking about marketing and innovation. Now, how is that relating to property? Well, actually, it wasn't. It was all about business more than anything else. So what the conversation went, went a little bit like this. Innovation. So to create your next hustle or the hustle that you are creating, you need to be innovative. But you don't need to recreate the wheel. You don't need to spend days, months and years building something entirely new and different. You can be innovative. Start something that already exists, but make sure that you're able to identify where you're adding the value. Why are people going to use you? It's all about taking pre-existing ideas and adding the value, but adding it in a way, linking back to the e-myth, that isn't all about you, because you probably have a lot of value. We all have a lot of value, but to make that business work for a long-term viability, it needs to have its own value. What is that value that people are going to buy into? So that's the innovation side of what we were talking about. It's not, like I say, not recreating the wheel. It's just about finding how you can add value, solve a problem for somebody. What is that problem? How are other people solving it? How can you do it differently, better, a different price point? There's so many points within that we could go into, but that's that one. But with that, it's then all about the marketing. So these are the two. So we were saying that these are the two main things for any startup business. So you've got to have your innovation. What's different? Where's your value add coming from? And then two, it's all about marketing. Marketing the business is going to attract the avatar of person that you're looking for. It's going to put you in the market that you're looking to be in. So what is your marketing strategy? Have you worked that out yet? Have you researched what other people are doing? And with that, you need to be able to identify your message. So this is actually a really key point. So let's let's just quickly touch upon the marketing strategy because it's a bit vague. Marketing strategy could be anything. It could be, oh, I'm going to post leaflets. I'm going to do social media advertising. I'm going to do email marketing. I'm going to do sales videos. Okay, that's sort of part of a strategy. But actually, what is the underlying message to your innovation and your new business? Now, we broke this down into three simple steps, and that was the first sentence needs to outline your ideal client's pain point. So think about you've got your innovation, 
And what is your ideal client's pain point? Then we're going to think about the service and the product that you can provide and add value to. What is that service and product that you're going to provide that adds value? So that's sentence two. And sentence three, it's all about what is the result going to be? What is the result? Can you prove to them as in a case study through testimonials what their result will be? And that's your sentence three. Now, that sounds really simple, but so many people get this wrong. And that is why many businesses struggle to get off the ground. So let's run through it again, just so we're all very clear. So you've got to have your innovation, which is your idea. What is it? Adding value to somebody. And then work out for that something you're going to create. What is your marketing strategy? And build it around three sentences. Firstly, what is the avatar or person's pain point? Secondly, what is the product or service you can provide which adds the value and solves their problem? And number three is all about the results they will get. Showcase the results. If you haven't got any results, showcase proof of how it's been done before and how you're doing it better or find results go and do a test a test group a focus group and get some people to trial it test it and give you reports feedback testimonials reviews and that is a fundamental in starting your business so i hope that's uh give you some food for thought that is the key learnings that i've had this week the transport business is doing all right. We've had a really busy week. I've spent two or three days, two days on the road consistently. Um, you know, Doncaster, Darlington, Oxford and Buckinghamshire and back home. So I've been a bit up and down the country, which has been brilliant. And yeah, it's been really good. The service accommodation business is doing all right too. So yeah, all things are going all right. But it's not been easy. And that's why I want to be here to help you all. So that's the main points from this episode. So have a look at the e-myth by Michael Gerber. Think about some of the things we've talked about today. Are you a technician? Are you working in the business or on the business? How can you go about changing that? Start to think about that. And we can go into that into more detail in the next episode or in another episode. And also think about... If you're just creating an idea, what is it? And then go down the three sentences for your marketing campaign. What's the pain point? What's the product and service that's going to resolve the pain point? And what will the results be? And there you go. You've got a fantastic, solid starting point to think about what you're going to do going forward. So this is the Zero to 100K Hustle podcast. And I'm so grateful that you've all been here to join me on this journey, this journey from taking our businesses from concept to fruition, zero to 100K. With this, if I haven't mentioned it yet on the other episodes, we've now got the Hustle community. We are growing a community of people who can hold each other accountable, share ideas and grow together. So please look out for the links around the video. Also, please comment, share, like, favorite, this podcast to other people because I'd like to help as many people as possible go through what I've been through and improve to making our first 100 grand. 
Thank you very much for this episode and I will see you all on the next one. 